irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to The Power of Love Show, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Power of Love, sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. I am T.J. Jackson, and with me I have uh, Terrell Jackson. What's up, T? It would be, uh, uh, yeah. There we go. There you go. Uh, Terrell Jackson and Taj That's Jackson, who is here, but uh, he's not here here. He's coming through the door. So so you, you'll hear Taj in a second. But um, we are live on the Power of Love show. If you're listening to us right now, thank you for joining us. Later on in our show, we will open it up to take a few questions um, via Twitter. Um, is phone calls okay today as well? Phone calls are okay, right, Taylor? That's, yeah. we're, so we may take some phone calls as well. Um, if you have a question about the topic that we are talking about and you want to ask, then you can either send us a tweet at DDJ Foundation or you can call us at 323-203-0815. Again, that number is 323 as for the disclaimer, we are not licensed therapists. Again, we are not licensed therapists. We are just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it, and we've learned from it. And we want to share our opinions and attempt to help you overcome whatever it is you're going through. Saying that, if you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Do not, do not just rely on us. Um, so without... Correct. Without further ado, I'll start with you, Terrell. Uh, how was your week? Mm, well, it's been crazy. It's been wild, right? Yeah, a lot. A lot has been going on in our area. Yeah, with um, these fires. Off, yeah, start. Well, it started with the Thousand Oaks shooting. Oh, that's right, Terrell. I forgot about you know, that. It's so crazy because the fires are so huge that um, it kind of overshadowed. Yeah, that's There's a great just a point. A lot Terrell. going on because that happened the next. The, the day before? Well, it happened the day after our last show, the shooting. That was oh, right. okay. Right? Right. And, and it's um right in our backyard. It's, mm-hmm. for, for me, it's 15 mm-hmm. minutes away. Um, But you're 100% right. I never thought yeah. of it that way. The fires have kind of... Everything was really close to home. Um, Wow. You kind of threw yeah. me a curveball yeah. with that shooting because... people forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was thinking because that's something that, you know... I have a teenage son, 19, mm-hmm. um, and there's a good chance he, there's, you know, friends of his yeah. either were going to go or could have went. And again, my heart was broken for, for these young, innocent mm-hmm. people who lost their lives in a, in, in a, you know, supposedly yeah, saw, festive opportunity. I saw somebody on Instagram. Um, well, there's a couple of people actually, I saw somebody promoting the night. And I was just, you know, you mm. read that and you think they have no idea what was about to happen. And then yeah. actually a friend of mine, he um, lost somebody mm. in, in the um, in the, shooting? the shootings. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, um, yeah, it's just really close to home, you know. Yeah. And it's I, sad. It's it's scary. It's sad. Um, just uh, it just happens too often. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm hoping that something will will come of that mm-hmm. and, and some change will will be made in in some way um because yeah. it, 
as a parent, you know, as a family yeah, member, scary. as a friend, it's, it's just scary, you know, and, and we're, we're blessed to have freedoms and, and to be able to do things. Um, but at one point we should be able to do it knowing our lives are going to be impacted mm-hmm. or intact when we get home and we don't have to worry about a shooting or anything. Um, Todd, do you want to talk about your week? Um, yeah, I mean, basically mm-hmm. it was all of that. And then also just kind of preparing because the due date is the 20th, your... uh, which is what next week, yeah, six days. Yeah. But she can be any day. So it so was, this might be your last show. This might be my last, no, I'll call her from the hospital. But I mean, yeah, so that was just crazy too, because when we got, you know, I, I was on evac standby mm-hmm. and it was kind of scary because I was like, if I have to go to the hospital, then I won't be able to go back home. Mm-hmm. So I had to move some stuff, that some valuable stuff and mm-hmm. give it to some friends because... You didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. So, you know, a lot of mom stuff. and other So stuff. we were evacuated, yes, as you both you were, know, yeah. uh, Friday morning. And we just yesterday were able to return oh, back to Calabasas. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's one of those things where um, you just don't know the status. You know, it's not a, a, yeah. a topic I know much about. I don't know fires and winds. Mm-hmm. and But one thing I did know is I could see it getting closer and closer as time was going by. When it was happening. When it was happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Thursday. Like Thursday night, I barely slept because, you know, you, you got to keep an eye on it. Yeah. You know, and pops got evacuated yeah who lives the next street over he got evacuated i think around 11 p.m but we didn't so the decision was should we have left then or will it turn the other way uh, and yeah so we actually decided to sleep at least a couple hours um and then we actually went off to uh corona yeah. but um it, it it was scary yeah it's really what, what it, is the status in terms of it's, I believe it's contained? close to 40% contained now. Okay. Um, but, you know, there's still a, a fire going on. I think a yeah. new one in Lake Sherwood area. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things where you, we're, we're all fortunate. And and at the same time, you know, we, we have to unite as one, as a community yeah, to a lot help of those lost who aren't. Their, yeah. Lives yeah. and lost their property. And it's a, again, it, it goes right in line with what we talk about, loss. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a lot, oftentimes... From our personal story, we talk about losing a loved one, but this is also another mm-hmm. type of grief and significant type of loss that you have to deal with. Um, I had heard a story from someone I know that one of their friends was in Mexico and came back and their house was literally gone. Mm-hmm. It's just a staircase. So that that's a process that they're going to have to go through to understand what's been lost and, and how it's been lost and, and to, to regroup, you know, so... Yeah. Again, our all of our hearts and the foundations, um, we we all are, are are there for everyone who's dealing with that loss, and that's something we're going to look into is doing a show on yeah. on loss of mm-hmm. from uh, you know something like a fire and just I think loss of a home. I don't know other type. I mean, you know, there's hurricanes and and things like that, but it's a significant loss that I think sometimes people just think, well, you didn't lose anyone, so it's not such a yeah, significant but then loss. You start thinking about all the things that you lost. Yeah. Well. Uh, oh, real quick, just yes. just wanted to thank all the, not, I don't want to say fans, but just all the people that asked about us or wanted to know our well-being as well, our, our family. We heard you, and thank you very much. Yeah. Very well said, Taj. Thank you. Thanks for reminding. Um, well, okay, so you guys ready to start? We have a really cool guest in. All right. Um, you guys ready for this? Yes. yes. Okay, we have with us Lily Doolin. I should I, I have... 
I should have asked before. It's okay. I say Doolin, Doolan if you're fancy. So either or. Doolan. <laughs> I'm fancy. I'm not fr- fancy. Doolan. Okay. okay. So we have Lillian. Lily. Mm-hmm. You never heard that one. I was right? going to say. Get the first name right. <laughs> okay. That wasn't an option. Lily is an MFT psychotherapist with a master's degree in clinical psychology and a Master of Fine Arts in Creative Writing from Antioch University, Los Angeles. She played an instrumental role in starting the GLBT Affirmative Psychology Specialization at Antioch University. Miss Dulan, be fancy for a second, also holds a Master of Arts degree in teaching from Simons Simmons, ah, Simmons College in Boston, Massachusetts, (laughs) and is a certified Heart of Yoga teacher. She studies spiritual coursework at Agape International Spiritual Center under the tutelage of Reverend Michael Burnin Beckwith. And she's raising the roof on yes. the... Is that because of Mr. Reverend Michael? Or what? what is that for? I love Reverend Michael. was uh, there with him last night, and he's just... A special, um, he's he, a special person, huh? He's a special person and was a light um, in our grief. Okay. Oh, wow. So... I'm going to ask you why real quick. What was, what was it that made him so special? Was it his composure? What is it? His patience? Well, um, he canceled the trip to be there um, when our mm. uh, little angel passed. And um, he posed a question to me, which was, Lily, you can show, choose to grow or shrink from this tragedy. And mm. in the moment that he said that, I was like, I knew I had to grow. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm. okay. Wow. Um, so first of all, we commend you for being here, Lily. Mm-hmm. We know how difficult it is. We have two years worth of shows over a hundred yeah, um, shows uh, of yeah. doing this of, of, and it's still, and it's still difficult. Yeah. Um, so if you need time, um, you have all the time in the world. Uh, we are here with you. We are, Thank you, because there are people listening around the world who will be inspired by you, who will gain strength from you, and will gain light, will gain light from from what you have to offer. Um, before I get more into your story, I have to ask, what is a heart of yoga teacher? Um, well, firstly, I want to thank you for being here to hold the space. I mean, seriously, it's a big deal to take a step and mm. have a show like this in a culture that doesn't support the grief process. Mm-hmm. So, um, and heart of yoga um, is not bendy twisty yoga. <laughs> okay. It is um, heart centered yoga that focuses on the breath mm. and just, you know, when, when Kara passed, I didn't want to breathe. I told, um, Mark Whitwell, the founder of Heart of Yoga, I don't feel like breathing. So there was that time where breath was not really something I was into, which mm-hmm. is very telling. But little by little, I just began to breathe. Very restorative breathing. We could all do it right mm-hmm. yeah. here if mm-hmm. we wanted to. Is that similar to... you have a question? No, no. Oh, is that mm-hmm. similar to... Maybe I'm wrong. But is it somewhat similar to like meditation? Um, the the founder of Heart of Yoga believes that yoga 
and meditation should not be separate. That the yeah, relaxed state yeah. happens. You know when you're like in a power yoga class and you do those poses and then you find yourself lying on the floor and all, all time stops and you're just in that quiet space for a minute? Mm -hmm. um, he says uh, that the meditation part is given. It's a city. It's, it's given yeah. once you're... Yeah. Is, is that something you, you try to practice almost daily? Almost daily. <laughs> um, and um, just like um, if one day you don't comb your hair, the next yeah. day you definitely you do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, this is... Okay, I'm just going to give a little background on your story. Mm -hmm. um, Lily and um, her husband, um, they lost their child who was just two months old to SIDS um, several years ago. And um, Taj is going to be a, a, a first-time parent. Yes. And I have to say, even me, I have four kids that I've had since baby. Mm -hmm. That's one of my, and my wife's biggest fears is, is SIDS. Mm -hmm. It's something that we don't know much about as a society. And I don't know the science behind it, but I don't know if it's something that there's, you know, a practice you could do to help prevent it which I didn't think there is, mm -hmm. um, it can just happen. Mm -hmm. and, and there's nothing you can do. And there's nothing you can do. So with that in mind, it's a fear in every, or I'd say the vast majority of new parents who are dealing with a, a young baby. And um, you're the first person that I have met that um, has had that happen to. And again, I want to thank you for being on here. Because whether it's a listener today or one that has, you know, that will f discover us next month, next year, um, who who has to go through that path, you'll help shine some light. So I appreciate you yeah. being here, and Thank my brothers you. do as well. Thank um, you. Oh. I just appreciate you all being here so much, and the courage it takes, yeah, to um, create show after show sure. and mm -hmm. walking through. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I have to ask one question, then mm. we'll, we'll move on. Cause I don't, I, I'm always sensitive to people's feelings. Can you just tell the process of how you got through it? And, and I know everyone grieves differently. So in here, there's no judgment on whether that's the right or wrong way to grieve. Everyone has the right way, has their own way. And that is the right way. And I think that's something that our society fails to do. They fail to explain that and to make sure everyone understands that because whether it's through movies, whether it's through articles, maybe not articles, but for some reason we're like programmed that there's only one right way to grieve and it's not even really the healthy way because we a lot of times we shut ourselves down and just cry in a corner. But can you just walk either walk us through how you are able to or, or what you're going through mm -hmm. still today? <clears throat> No apology necessary. Mm. I'm honored to share my process really and truly. And I, um, well, well, firstly was the initial, uh, uh, what Reverend Michael did when he said, you have a chance to grow or shrink from this. Mm. And, th and that little bit of light came through. Um, and then the second thing was knowing, you know, when that fog sets in a lot of people feel the fog they can't cry they i had that fog 
And somehow through my, my training as an MFT therapist, I was told on one retreat or another um, that my nervous system is there to protect me. So my nervous system uh, brought the fog on or God or the universe. That fog was there to protect me. And I feel, you know, in some ways the fog sometimes still comes because if I were to feel the enormity of the grief, I had this... um, uh, experience where I was lying in, in bed and I felt the wave, the enormity of that grief just come over me. And I felt it for maybe, it felt like an eternity, but it was probably only five seconds. Mm. And it was the universe's way or God's way of showing me, this is why you're numbed out. Because mm-hmm. if you felt how right. big that tragedy is, you'd be sucked under. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's so. very powerful. Yeah. And that's the first time. Have you guys ever heard someone say the nervous system is there to protect no. us? No. It's the first really? time I've heard that, and I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. very powerful. Um, it's it's kind of like one of those things they say in, in on a different side of it. If you get seriously injured, your body goes into yeah, shock. It and it's kind of one of those things where your body numbs itself or whatever. And you were saying healing, Carol? Yeah, the goosebumps and things yeah. can get cold. I've yeah. heard of that one. Yeah. Mm. So um, I, I appreciate you mentioning that because oftentimes we forget how how amazing our, our natural body is and why it does. Sometimes we can't articulate or understand why it does certain things. So mm. it's the very first time I've heard that, and I think that's very powerful. Mm. On, a, on a quick side note, what is an MFT? Marriage and family therapist. I should have okay. known but that. We do. It's actually good that you don't Todd, know that. That was asked by Taj, by the no. way. <laughs> I'm confused about it too because yeah. we don't necessarily work with just married people. Yeah. So I think the title. They need to revamp the title. We're yeah. laughing because I have a, uh, a family blog that is based on family. So that's something uh, I definitely should have known. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Thank you for sharing that story. And I know, like like we said, we know it's a, not an easy thing to do. Um, fast forwarding, fast forward, you have two beautiful daughters. Um, yes. You want to talk about them as well as any role they may have played for you? Yes. Um, it happens for a reason or to breathe or any number of things. So I want to be sensitive to those people out there there who are hearing this um but i i do believe personally but it took me a while to come to that i believe that our daughter kara came through so that um we would go through the adoption process i believe Mm -hmm. it was in the divine plan Mm -hmm. for me um i i'm noticing i may sound like a religious woman i'm not necessarily a religious woman i am spiritual i mean not that there's anything wrong Mm -hmm. with being Mm -hmm. religious but 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 she came so that these two babies could come through and i cut the cord for both of them i was in the room um wow and i know i mean i could go off on a whole (laughs) tangent about why i know um Mm. my oldest was supposed to come but um I'm going to save no, that I for another. That. I love that. <laughs> I know where you're going. I love that. 
Can I ask you a question? Yes, you can ask me anything. Why did you go the adoption route after Kara's passing? Okay. Um, well, um, I am, well, I'm 40, almost 49. Okay. But it was still possible because Kara passed um, just over, like, over nine years ago. It'll be 10 in May. The grief is still raw. I still live every day, mm. right? Um, but there's joy, possibility in in my life. Um, I have a, and Kara did come through in vitro. I'm open about that. I yeah. want to bust the taboo about it. talking yeah. about death, grieving, yeah. menopause. It's important. I mean, <laughs> you know, we just. And, and, to, hi- and get... to add, I love yeah. how you just flat out said your age. You know, well, I, th- I think that's a beautiful thing. Thank there's you. nothing wrong with that. No. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so. Okay, so it was more maybe age based, mm, um, but but the adoption, the, the, I mean, my my fertility doc, Doctor Bob Friedland, may he rest in peace. He's passed, which has been another mm-hmm. kind of grieving the the man who brought mm-hmm. uh, this beautiful child into the the world. Um, I have a friend, um, a dear friend, who was adopted herself. And um, one day we were having coffee and she was holding her newborn adopted son in her arms. She tried in vitro eight times and it didn't mm-hmm. work. And, you know, the hormones just make you like, <laughs> Ooh, I mean, yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, nuts. So on top of grieving, I did one round mm-hmm. and the... Oh, Hormones and grieving do not <laughs> yeah, do not go well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, my friend is holding her beautiful son, and she looks at me, and she's like, "Lily, why don't you just adopt?" And in that moment, everything stopped, and I was like, "Why don't I?" Look, she's adopted. She has this beautiful son, and we just went on beautiful. the adoption journey and. Was it something you thought about mm. even prior to um You know, everything? that's interesting. That's a very evocative <laughs> question. Yeah. That really is, because I don't know. I mean, maybe we do have sort of a cellular knowingness of what we are going to do. It hasn't been proven by science. But I kind of feel like, and this is heavy, I mean, yeah. But I just felt like a part of me always knew. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, and on so many levels, you know. Wow. Like, I kind of have this sense that I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. That's, oh, it's it's, just... it's, that's some powerful stuff. Yeah. Some powerful stuff. Yeah. Um. What are you thinking, Dale? No, it's a, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, it's a lot and it's it, it's it's hard enough doing a show, mm-hmm. feeling oh, yeah. and discussing it. But it's I think it's we all agree it's very necessary and needed in our world today. Um, so I don't want to be insensitive to anything. No, you you cannot. <laughs> but uh, I'm... <laughs> um, I'm curious to know. I can't. First of all, I have I have two baby boys, seven and ten. I couldn't imagine losing any child. Any any parent can imagine that. Um, 
and I've never really thought about this mm -hmm. until you were speaking. Mm -hmm. um, number one, I'm obviously not a woman. So losing a child and then trying again and, and caring, how, how is that? How difficult? Because obviously um, you're trying to have another child, but at the same time, I'm sure it just, it's a constant reminder mm -hmm. in a sense. Or am I wrong? No, no, this is, um, this is good stuff. Um, you know, and, and I, you know, have a duty as a person who's chosen to, to make a life out of, um, surviving and thriving mm -hmm. through grief. Cause there's no way around, right? We have to move through. through. Um, and I will say, you know, there were, um, it was um, very um, difficult um, at the, the first go around with um, my beautiful older daughter, who's now um, going on eight years old. Well, first of all, birthdays get all confused. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. um, you know, I found myself uh, once, uh, crying signing her up for dance you know like years later for a dance class uh and then um my coping uh I, I will say my 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 husband picked up the pieces because i was afraid of losing her so much of going through the same thing again mm -hmm. and thank goodness his coping mechanism was helicoptering mine, which is different than yours mine was you know afraid to actually once we got past the six month mark i was better but um fortunately friends and family yeah. were there and we um had her 16 or adopted her 16 months just 16 months after the so you know the bonding issue and we talk about it because i'm I, i'm blessed to be a psychotherapist that I'm able to share with her now and say, mommy is sorry. And I'm blessed that we were able to have help with that bonding, you know, that's so, um, important mm -hmm. by the time the little one came along, I'd moved through some more and was able, um, to really have the infant mother bond. But, um, you know, to anyone out there, who's, you know, miscarriages we don't talk about in our yeah. society. There's a great doctor, Dr. Ivy Margolis, who works specifically about, you know, this taboo. Women can't talk about their miscarriages and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I... Oh. Is it... Is it no. um, Can I ask a quick question on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Is, is that partially because there's an embarrassment with it or, or, mm -hmm. or a sense of failure for the you, woman? You know, that's a good question and i don't even think as a society we don't even go there everything we live in this culture where we're supposed to just sweep things under mm -hmm. the rug and and move on and act as if and put a smile on and mm -hmm. you know get out there and i think there needs to be a real cultural shift around how we deal with grief of all kinds we just don't it's life mm-hmm and um so yeah i mean to the moms out there who are 
suffering or, you know, having problems bonding, even mothers who have the children, sometimes there are things biologically on a level that prevent that attachment from happening. And just to recognize, you know, we're human beings to walk through. It takes a village, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. or we, we, yeah. we hope we'll um, come back to that somehow. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't. I have yeah. a question. Sorry. How did, how did your background in psychology and being mm -hmm. a psychotherapist, yeah. how did that help you in any way get through what was an incredible right. loss and grieving period? I feel it prepared part of the plan, right? I mean, if we mm. thank God, um, I had that training in order to contextualize my I was able to intellectually contextualize my own That's suffering. It. Um, it didn't make the suffering go away. Correct. But it certainly helped and... Helped you understand, understand. the process. Mm -hmm. What would you advise everyone out there who doesn't have that background? If there is, I know you could probably go on and on, but if there's a couple of things or even one thing that you would suggest that gave you, I don't want to say the word, but I'll say it, but some type of an advantage or some type of help mm -hmm. um, in dealing with it. Mm -hmm. What was that one thing that you would tell the, the person without that background? I say it over and over again. There's no right or way, wrong way to grieve. No right or wrong way. Mm -hmm. Period. The end. And don't let anyone tell you that you should be over it. Okay. And and to piggyback off that, um, we were talking before we started the show about It's Okay, You're Not Okay. Oh, yeah. Which is a book. Megan Devine, yeah. By Amazing. Megan Devine that you, s I have not read. Uh, have you guys read? No. I think I've heard of that. It's I've okay. Heard I, I feel to, like I've heard To it. not be okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to not be okay. Haven't read yeah. though, right? No. Okay. No. None of us I've have read it. I've seen that quote though. I like it. Yeah. You've great. read. I, and, and a lot of my, um, thoughts today are um colored by her groundbreaking work mm. um that there's no timeline on grieving we don't i mean in, in essence um life carries with it a certain amount of grief i think and we just we've got to get beyond um the silence and the um yeah. glossing over yeah that would be my one uh, and and yeah. that's something i think we we at least try to mm -hmm. discuss on every show mm -hmm. um that losing is part of life yeah. it's part of our society but our society always celebrates the winner and we you know we cel celebrate we have parties we have you know championship Trophies. rings and but the loser yeah. is just thrown away yeah. and and like isolated yeah and you know that's what we've always tried to do done is is try to help the loser in a way exp understand that process i um commend you for coming week after week yeah because it takes you know having suffered yeah you know the tragic i mean sure. I, I mean unspeakable i mean it's i mean i know they say it's like apples and oranges you can't compare compare despair but i mean to yeah. to suffer the loss of your mother, 
your beloved mother the way that you did is is yeah. horrific. And yeah, um, yeah. if I if my facial expressions don't emulate that, it's because it may, it's you know it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, and so for you to sit with the discomfort in service to people. But, but you know what's so interesting, and I think my brothers would agree. We didn't we didn't do uh, therapy or counseling when we were young. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was suggested, but we just were very private and didn't see a lot of purpose. it was trust for us. A lot of it was trust issues. But this has been like our kind of therapy and counseling. So even though we're coming here week after week and servicing, quote unquote, servicing others, it's it a great service to us. Lot. You know, and it's helps just talking about it. And, and it reminds me of what you said earlier. You, you can't go around it. You have to go through it. And when you're going through it is, is talking about it, discussing it, being open about it. You know, and, and I think... I'm hoping that one day our society will really understand that and grasp that concept because it still feels like, you know, we try to silence, as a whole, we try to silence and and isolate Mm -hmm. losing. But it's something that we have to understand as as people that the best way to get through it is to be open about it and and connect, you know, and it's, there's a lot of power in that. And one more thing I wanted to say before one of them to come in, um, now that when you were just talking about us losing our mother, mm-hmm. it actually reminded me of a brief moment that I don't even think they know about, as in my brothers. But the, leading up to her passing, mm-hmm. I kind of, it wasn't strong, the ideas or mental things I was going through, but I would think about what it would be like to not have to lose a parent. I do remember feeling that prior to her passing. And it reminded me of kind of what you were saying with the adoption thing. And I don't know what that means, but I'm not trying to scare anyone if you have thoughts, but I, I can kind of relate to that, you know? You know, um, life is a, the, the great mystery, you know, that we're just in, thank you for giving voice to that. And yeah. then just going, you know, going off what you said, well, I mean, I don't want to scare anyone either. So, but it is interesting, you know, how as a modern society, we have lost our um, almost innate sense of intuition. Um, mm. and Why is that though? It, it, do you think society or whatever makes fun of it? Is it because we don't understand it? We, it's because in today's world, we're so quick to understand everything and be able to explain things. When we can't explain something, we kind of just discredit it or throw it away. That's a good point. Um, I think for so long as, you know, as a human species, we wanted dominion over nature with industrialization. And I mean, now there is a movement to get back to the natural biorhythms. But look, we're here in L.A. We can't even see the stars, mm-hmm. you know. And so that kind of obscures or it's like another veil around i love yeah. the way you think thank you really. thank you i really do thank uh, you i can hang with you that's great because i've never thought of it that mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. you know and 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 there's not enough respect for me we were just talking about that terrell right well yeah. um, maybe it was one of the ones on the list the 27 things to help you deal with grief. yeah there's a lot of about the nature 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and the power and of nature. Time with nature. It's a powerful thing, you know, and, and it's a very interesting point, you know, in the, at least in the major cities, um, there is a lot of pollution and, and you know, obstacles yeah. maybe, but... Um, you had two episodes on the 27 ways, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, three. Three, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, very interesting because like, I think it has something to do with the sound of, of water, you know, and just just hearing the wind blow, I think those are all soothing things. And just, um, I don't know, I, I think often back to the time when my mom passed, I stayed at Auntie Janet's beach house for a while and just hearing the waves was um, soothing. And I just, I don't know, it was, a, it was strange. It was a lonely feeling, but it was also comforting. Mm. If that makes any kind of sense. I don't know. It, it does. I, I, I agree with that, Terrell. You know? Yeah. Now that you say it that way, I, I agree with that. There yeah. was, and and for me, there was something about. <laughs> this is interesting. There's something about being in a new uh, environment that was healing. For mm. me, mm-hmm. I'm, but obviously, I needed you guys with me, and you guys were. But there is something about being, because I was. I'm not a beach person, and I'm not a guy who likes yeah. the water. But there was something that was. I think it was the nature thing. Yeah. I think it was the nature thing, just being connected to nature. It it reminds you of of the rhythm of life yeah. goes on. Because that's what. Because I'm not a beach person either. Yeah. Although I love looking at it and I love hearing it, I don't really go out on the beach. But just hearing the constant waves, it just life keeps going, life keeps moving. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We did you want to say something? Or? Um. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to force you to. It just looked like you were going to. Um, I, I'm thinking about um, all of that and like how grief affects us and, and, and coming back to the breath and not wanting mm. to breathe. And then, um, you know, I had lung issues like the bio, bio, uh, bioenergetic, just biologically grief affects different areas and i couldn't yeah couldn't breathe for a while like yeah. literally that's, how did you get through that lily i mean that, that's where um i i don't want to you know i'm i'm i don't oh. want to be like <laughs> I know you know especially when it comes like <laughs> i don't want to like be so you know when yeah, it comes you, i like this is your show uh, you're so sweet <laughs> talk about it you're so yeah. sweet i um so I had was had chronic bronchitis and asthma and was on tons of inhalers. And it's because I think I couldn't open up to the the waves of the ocean. Like I I I was shrinking. Mm. Even though I knew I'd made the choice to mm-hmm. grow, I was shrinking. And um so I started hiking in the mountains. You know that crunchy sound on gravel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I would let that yeah, soothe it. me. You know, yeah. just that crunch, crunch. And um, I began thinking about Kara's name, though. Mm. Um, and I knew I wanted to do something in her honor, and that's how the Kara Love Project came into being. And it started before it had a name, um, hosting a camp, um, Kuumba camp um, that... Ricky Byers back with um, uh, the choir director at Agape um, uh, founded. Mm-hmm. So we hosted the camp, and then 
and I would hike and um, and I would think of Kara's name and you know because really I mean that was it that's all I had left yeah. was the name Kara yeah. you know and yeah. uh, Kara 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 and um, through that um, we developed the Kara Love Project and eventually the name work which is an uh, an arm of the Kara Love Project, and um, I made an acronym of her name, K-A-R-A. K being for kindness, A for alignment, R for regeneration, and A for action. And, um, and, and really started to actively embody the qualities in Kara. Yeah. And then it just started there. And what you're talking about mm -hmm. is the name work. Yes. And the name work is a card deck, mm -hmm. A to Z card mm -hmm. deck. Mm -hmm. You presented us oh. each a deck of cards um, prior to the show. Thank you. And I was looking through the cards, mm -hmm. and they're fantastic. Thank you. We have literally seven minutes left of show. Oh, my goodness. So what I would, if it's okay with mm -hmm. you, I would love to not visit this completely yeah. today and mm -hmm. have you back mm -hmm. to do maybe a that. show on this because we still have to talk about Kara Love yes. Project. I would love mm -hmm. to come back and do your names. I, and I, I would love, I think oh, that would be, be great. great. Yeah. So um, again, this mm -hmm. isn't available mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. public or for sale. Um, you can go to www.thenamework.com mm -hmm. and um, we only have a small, uh, this is the test run mm -hmm. so we only have a small number but i'm happy to um you know put a deck in the mail for as long as supplies last mm -hmm. so you can uh catch me free on of my, charge free of charge that's, it's part of our foundation's work that's beautiful mm -hmm. so we have to do another show mm -hmm. at some point I'd on love this because mm -hmm. I, I think We'd this is it. a show shows love it. okay so now mm -hmm. with that aside mm -hmm. there will be a future the name work show mm -hmm. um but I want to talk about Care Love Project yes. because yes. when I heard about it, yes. it kind of reminds mm -hmm. of what we did, mm -hmm. um, you know, and it reminds me of what Reverend Michael Beckwith, Michael Beckwith, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bernard Beckwith, uh, what uh, he has suggested of you have mm -hmm. to either thrive mm -hmm. um, and in in a way doing the foundation. I think it was something my brothers and I. From naming a daughter Dee Dee, which I, I got to do first because yeah, I had yes. the first girl. Yeah. I think that's kind of like a, we never really discussed that, but it was that kind was of gonna, common that knowledge. Was happen. I think that in, com in, in conjunction with doing a foundation or doing something in my mom's honor mm. was something my brothers and I always wanted to do. Yeah. And we finally got to a point in life where it made sense mm. and we could do it with the proper launching and, and thanks to Taj who didn't have a storyline in the show, <laughs> in, in show. <laughs> really pushed hard for yeah, it to, to yeah. make sure it got through and and and, and three years later here's ddjf yeah but the, the what it's done for us healing and helping others has been tremendous not only for everyone but for us yeah. and i have to assume care love project is is kind of been a similar thing for you would you say so or it it, it has um I will say that after the the last fundraiser, I did have an emotional crash because even though it's not grounded in reality, 
the little part of it, it will never bring her back. Yeah. You know, even though the, but it, it does keep her with me in a profound yeah. yes. way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you're just a couple years in as well, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. It's been a process. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> very much so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but you guys are doing amazing things. Thank you. Like, uh, can you talk about the Congo piece? Yes, yes. So this was amazing. I mean, we were able to connect with Harriet Zaretsky, who also tragically lost a son who's much older than Kara. He was a teenager. And she has made a life of philanthropy through his loss. And she founded the Congo Peace School, which the um, our October fundraiser, mm-hmm. um, our October Backyard fundraiser benefited. We were lucky enough to have Macy Gray come That's out great. and perform. It was really sublime the way that it happened. Um, and, um, you know, Harriet had the building built um, and there were 160 kids, but there was room for only 400 and but there's room for 480. Mm. So we really want, wanted to raise funds for all the kids. And, you know, a lot of them have been in the mines um, or victims of the warlords. Mm. They're like literally kidnapped. Mm. Um, so it, it does. The Care Love Project connects me to life and giving mm-hmm. right. and, mm-hmm. and uh to follow mm. to learn more about care love project uh, go to instagram go to at mm-hmm. care love project i'll spell it out real quick it's k-a-r-a-l-o-v-e-p-r-o-j-e-c-t care love care love project go and follow um, the Care Love Project promotes conscious giving and positive action for underserved and marginalized individuals and communities around the globe. Yes. Um, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. What do you, you're young, the, the foundation is, is young. What would be your dream goal for the foundation? What's, what's, oh, wow. what do you want to, she's smiling. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good thing. And I love that because it, 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 I could speak to your genuine and, and authenticity you. and your connection to it. Thank you. So what would be the, the best, the dream come true for the Care Love Project? To connect pe- for donors and recipients to feel connected, for everyone mm. to feel connected, especially, yeah, to bring the world clo- mm-hmm. closer. Yeah. Mm. that's the dream I really and it's much needed mm. very much world. needed mm-hmm. yeah. I, I love how you said connection because mm. I think it stems from that and I think uh, as Taj Terrell and I always talk about it's the connection our, mm. our people who are listening and following DDJF um, they've built their own community within ours of helping each other whenever there's a situation and it's mm. that connection that's so powerful for the one that's in the hurt position, mm-hmm. but also in the one that's in the helping position, mm-hmm. uh, connecting and, and giving and helping mm-hmm. is such a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. So we encourage everyone to, uh, to help others 
And if you're not in a position to do it on your own, you can either support something like DDJF or Care Love mm-hmm. Project. There's opportunities to help. And, and not only is it the right thing to do, but it's a very fulfilling thing, even for yourself. So make sure you check Care Love Project. Again, it's at Kara Love Project, and that's K-A-R-A-L-O-V-E-P-R-O-J-E-C-T. And the website yes, is... The, the website is www.thecaralovproject.com. Um, yeah. Lily? Yeah. I warned you before the show. Yes. You'll have like a 30-second, one-minute window. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There. <laughs> to um, discuss whatever you want. And we are pretty much there. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm just happy to be here and on um, the show. Um, I'd love to collaborate, explore collaboration with yeah. the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. D.D. Jackson Jack- Foundation. Yes. And... Um, I'd love to come back and share uh, about mm-hmm. the name work and just keep the dialogue happening. I'm like truly grateful that uh, for how things are happening, things are, we're in flow. Yes. And yes. I knew we were in flow from the orchids out front because those were the same orchids I had when Kara was born, same color, same everything. And those orchids died the day she died. Oh. So it, the last bud came into bloom, and there, so yeah. so our listeners know there's mm-hmm. orchids in the lobby yeah. of the station. Oh yeah, that uh, Lily saw. <laughs> yeah, and I mean I don't know. Connected. But yeah. yeah, I just know I'm in the right place from that. Yeah. Well, Lily, mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for being on. Um, and on behalf of our entire foundation and the brothers, of course, and all those oh. that support, um, we thank you for joining and sharing your story. Um, it means a lot, a lot to us. Yes. Uh, we have to close out the show. We're out of time. Is there anything, brothers, you guys want to Just say? real quick, I know we got to close. Um, I think it was great the way you said connected. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the givers and the receivers that need to stay connected. But also just when we were doing the last three, uh, the three-part series um, on ways to grieve, connection not only with people but even the one you lost. Mm-hmm. So it's always being connected. Because that was a big thing. I saw in a lot of the things listed how to stay connected to the person that you lost. So I, I agree with that 100% to connect. Well, well said, Terrell. Thank you for that. Um, again, final thank you to you, Lily. Yeah, um, you. Everyone have a great rest of your week. We're going to close out our show. And remember, just spread love and and be the best person you can be. Adios. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the D.D. Jackson Foundation. DDJF is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.